Hi everyone, I'm Clement. I was on Dear Fopsy today and we talked about relationships, how we can better understand why we want what we want, whether your spec is actually your spec, um, and what it means to define settling in our relationships romantically and probably platonically too. Um, mm -hmm. So if you want to hear more about that, feel free to listen. I'm excited to hear your thoughts. You all, I am so excited today. We have our very first podcast guest. I mean, I've had a guest on this channel before on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, but I've never had a podcast guest. So this is my very first one. And I'm honored that Kume joined me today. Uh, Kume, how are you doing? I'm good. <laughs> I should be honored. <laughs> I'm honored to be here, to just be part of the conversation, because I know you're building something that's like really um, dear to your heart and you have a lot of integrity in the work that you do. So I'm super excited to be here. Thank you. All the wash. I'm feeling the love. Um, thank you. <laughs> so come and I actually um, know each other through New Spring primarily. Is that how we met? I think we met on Instagram. Did we meet? I, to think, I think somebody posted something you did. Oh. Something you did, and then oh. I started following you. And then you were like, oh, I got a New Spring. And I was like, I <laughs> let me check it out. If she's legit, then her recommendations must be legit. And then just kind oh of Oh my like, God. Because I, I don't think you remember that I followed you when we started talking at New Spring. And then you were like, wait. We no, I remembered. I remember that you followed me. I just could not match your... First of all, your my name, on, name, my name. Your name, your name on Instagram to your real name. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And then I had never heard your voice. Anyways, cool she background. One thing is like New Spring is this um, Zara youth group slash church that we mostly mm. do on Zoom. And it's not like regular church where you just talk what one person is talking and then everybody just listens sure we pre the word is preached but like it's very conversational so the way we got closer was when Koma is always dropping them gems and then i like when i follow somebody on instagram and i deal with them usually it's a good indicator like what they post makes sense to me in fact i'm very fast at muting people and unfollowing people so like <laughs> the fact that we still stay together is a good sign but um whenever like we talk about relationships or like mm -hmm. mental health or um you know adulting we tend to get along with like we're on the same wavelength so i just thought you know what i wanted to talk to somebody who is able to articulate what you're thinking about this thing and who has the experience and i just also learned that come you're a mental health nurse so like i'm very excited today is going to be very much conversational we have some topics one of them is very big about should you settle and I think we're going to disagree, which is great, but, <laughs> but it's, but yeah, that's what it's going to be about. Just give us a little bit of a rundown about yourself, whatever you would introduce yourself as, if this was like um, a date. Yeah. So I identify as, that sounds like a really weird way to start. So <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone. Uh, my name is Kome. I, I spend a lot of time on the internet. I really enjoy, I guess, meeting people, getting to know people's stories. Um, a lot of my interests align and are kind of centered around people and community and hearing stories, writing stories, um, and sort of really, I guess, facilitating conversation around life. I find that a lot of the times um, our lived experience is not, um, what's the right word here? It's not unique to mm -hmm. us. There are many people that have lived a yes. number of different lives and yes. we sometimes feel really constrained. Like I'm the only person experiencing this. So I find that it's helpful to just remind folks that like, you know, you've lived the life you're living. Someone else has lived experience of that. So why not talk with them or connect with them about that? Absolutely. Um, I love churros. You love I, what? Churros. Like they're like Spanish, like donuts kind of. Okay. Jack, the spirally one, maybe. 
they're like long and like yes that's what i'm thinking yeah 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 so i love those but they don't have any good ones in calgary to my knowledge toronto there's a shop that i wanted to like come visit I would love to do this in person if you're ever visiting. Maybe I'll be rich enough one day soon to fly you out. You know, that would be nice. But let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah, it'll be be a really fun thing to do. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's really fun. When I spoke with Kumail on Saturday, um, as like a pre-call, just prepping for this thing, I was talking about my previous episode where I was talking Mm -hmm. about um, when you're ready to get married and marriage isn't happening. And I was kind of just like encouraging people and sharing of our urges. And I said that someone listened to my podcast and said, Fakwe, how about the practical side of this thing? And then mm. I gave her an example that the person had said. So a girl reached out to him um, and said to that he should introduce her to anybody that he knew that was like, you know, thinking about marriage and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then he introduced her to someone and she said that, oh, his profile, that he's not light skinned and <laughs> he doesn't look like he makes six figures. And I was just like, sis, is, are we still doing that in 2023? And I, I was just like, okay, this person is not really in the same headspace of like being serious to get married. But then I also thought this is not the first time I'm hearing this thing before. Like I've heard other people just like brush off people without even getting to know them. And then when I was chatting with Kome, she was like, we talked about it for a while. And then you eventually said, um, what if this is the hill the person is willing to die on? And and I'm like, I, I, I don't know about that because you yeah. haven't even got, gotten to know the person at all. Why would you be willing to, like, why would you not give it an attempt at all to see if this person could even be something more? What does the light skin um, do for you? And the six-figure part, like, how do you even know mm-hmm. that? You haven't had a conversation about anything. Like, why is this important is what I was just thinking. But tell me what you're thinking when you say this might be who somebody's willing to die on. Like, why is this? an important thing for someone and also being realistic that I know people have preferences, I guess. No, people have preferences for sure. And I think that's part of the the challenge is that when you are trying to figure out, okay, what's a non-negotiable for me? What mm-hmm. is, you know, what do I need to be with somebody? I mm-hmm. think a lot of the times we can be quite conditioned to only think of like the emotional, spiritual connections. Like there's yeah. some people that they've really thought about, you know, what actually for me, Quality of life and money is kind of it. Like that's the pinnacle. Like everything else can. Can't you be the one bringing the quality of life, or it has to be that is the guy that is bringing the quality of life. Everybody can manage themselves. Some people, you know, they want what they want, right? They want a husband that like makes six figures, goes to the golf club, has all the friends that do the things. Um, I think people have envisioned certain lifestyles for themselves. Um, and sometimes that kind of lifestyle for it to materialize, it requires a partner that is a certain type of way. Like, for example, if we use like our Nigerian culture context, mm-hmm. if I want to go to all the best Uwambes in Lagos, mm-hmm. I can't marry a pastor who's an introvert. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Pastors get invited to a lot of things. They so, do. Yeah, but I'm not thinking of pastor. Pastors go home around five, like six o'clock. They are gone interesting i think depending on what kind of life you are looking to live i think people are trying to be a lot more honest and realistic about like i need to partner with someone who can make that happen and so if she's looking at this man for example and she's thinking okay i see that he might be in tech but from what i know about this entry-level job that he's in it might take him five years to like you know to get to the next level how much is Mm -hmm. he going to you're trying to do all these calculations in your head and i think while women tend to be pretty good at calculations 
Mm-hmm. There are some things you cannot predict. This yeah. man might meet somebody in the elevator one day and the person is like, I like you, come work for me. And he goes yeah. from entry level to director in two weeks. That, yeah. that, that's what to me. He has all the, you know, the foundational yeah. requirements, all that kind of stuff. So there's, there's, there's some things that favor you can't account for. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I'm curious to learn more about why she feels like light skin and tall and money. Like what has informed that? You know, maybe she dated short, then <sighs> treated her right. Now she's feeling like a week. Okay. A couple of things. When I had this, I, I took it to my husband as well and had a conversation. And my stance at the time was like, honestly, this makes no sense. Like, mm-hmm. why would you not even have a conversation at all with the person? And he was kind of, on your side with like people want what they want and like it, it's it's valid but then he added the part that um ideally we should know that there are non-negotiables and negotiables True. like True. things that truly matter in the long yeah. run and things that are really nice to have but mm. they are negotiable when you think about it logically now i like to think that i'm talking to serious christians largely serious christian women on this platform Imagine that this is the new spring audience, aka people that already believe in God, people that are willing to reason with you. Yeah. Uh, how valid? So not just this is not the general public, because, although this is the public because it's going on YouTube as well, and, and anybody yeah. can find it. But talking to that like subset of people, and like thinking of this as like somebody you give a crap about, like a friend, a little sister, if that was their their approach, that somebody introduced it to someone, you saw their profile, their image was not your vibe, based on color and their job it says you said it doesn't look like they they get six figures what would be your response to them as opposed to let people have what they want i mean i think we have something would it be different like we, can't we have to talk about what like spec we have to talk about spec. okay like i think i would okay. start there like i wouldn't be like okay no i'm like okay so really what's your spec because if okay. something has been presented to you and you're like and when I say spec, I mean like your specifications. Like, what are you looking for? What are you attracted to? Yeah. Um, because I feel like you have to be able to, not even just to me, but it can be helpful sometimes to verbalize some of the things that we're looking for or the decisions that we're making. Um, so, if you are telling me that you want a six foot man that plays for the NBA, but also serves in his church on the weekends, like, I'm going to ask you to explain to me how that contributes to the bigger vision of your life. And that's why that's why I'm always struggling. Like, how is this relevant to the bigger vision? Some people, for some people, you know, they are better. This is what they want to do. So it's a bit difficult. Like, even though we may not understand why this okay. is their vision, it's still okay. their vision. And I can have a conversation with you about, like, okay, is that and as Christians, I can say, is that a vision you have prayed about? Is that a vision that helps you, um, helps you actually? live a godly married life and because i knew we're having this conversation i went on to read even more about settling and there's another extreme that talks about how you know our marriages are mimicking are mirroring um you know how christ loved the church not an extreme that's 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 fact if you're if you believe you know in the bible Mm -hmm. but also how like we should just focus on can he fulfill like can he love like christ of the church can Mm -hmm. she honor and like it's almost very bland like I don't want that as well. I want to feel something, yeah. but I also want to reason. So I hear you on the spec stuff. I just feel like we should be, we should also be critical of our specs. Like, where did that come from? Absolutely. Because yeah. we're socialized into these things, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, even, even in our, like, looking for a godly man, right? I think there are socializations that we collect from church culture, 
from purity culture that tell us about who a godly man should be. We're always joking about, oh, you're asking for the man at prison, so blah, 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 blah. You are doing all that kind of stuff, right? But that kind of man comes with certain things. There are certain things, that, <laughs> there are certain ways that it's, it's funny, but that's the truth. Those kind of men, they tell me, like I was telling you that, like, for example, you ask for a godly man, and godly men are everywhere. They come in many different shapes, forms, sizes. Mm-hmm. So you're looking for the one that stands in front of church. Everybody's coming, so, oh, wow, your husband is a minister. Da, da, da. If that person says he wants to open a church now, you cannot be surprised. You will not be like, ah, babe, what do you mean, church? You picked him for that very reason. People, that's another that's another whole topic even out people why do people want to marry pastors they don't know who they don't, they don't want to marry they want to marry men that mimic that le- that, that level of christianity in my no, but like if even if they truly do open a church although personally i can tell you that let me know let me just be honest like i do not envy the workload of pastors i just do not desire that workload mm. and i guess that is also me coming to bite myself in the whatever you bite yourself in that like that's also a preference mm-hmm. of not wanting to be yeah. in ministry although i would not say i was <laughs> to an extent i'm in church longer than many pastors yeah. because we said we serve quite extensively and like mm-hmm. we're in visible departments um in church so there's that part it's not the service i'm running from it's just the idea of responsibility if it happens one day would i have to submit to god yes but mm. ideally is not my full preference so i guess this is me also answering my own question that, that preferences do exist they do do you have any last thoughts on that i want to segue into something else i think we should just be critical about our preferences right at the end of the day men and women like where is that coming from and how does it contribute to the life that you're trying to create for yourself because if you use somebody's like spec to design your life Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's it. Essentially, be critical of respect, but also realize that some of the things that you're holding there, what if they're not as important in the grand scheme of things? And <laughs> when you don't even have conversations with people that you're introduced to, how do you even know what they are like? How do you know if you could really have mm-hmm. be a great friendship? How how do you know if you could have gotten attracted to them? And that six figure one is just absolute nonsense to me because you really don't know. You've not found out anything about them. They're only showing you their job title. Yeah. You don't know what, what properties they own. You don't know who their father is. What you don't know habits are, what, what their saving habits are. are. Yeah. What financial, exactly. What's, yeah. What is the point of having a six-figure uh, maker who, yeah. who is blowing it, who has some massive debt, who is into drugs on the side? And like, it's like, anyways, you just don't know anything about it. Like, the quality is so much more than that. So it feels very superficial. And in my head, it's telling of your level of maturity mm. if that's where you stop. You don't need to have a conversation. And this, the unfortunate thing, this has nothing to do with age. I have a personal example of somebody who literally um, is closer to 40 as well. I mm. was introduced to someone and did a similar thing. Not that I'm going to get to this topic. Um, maybe I'll move into it. Um, she's, she just, they had, they were chatting on WhatsApp mm. and his texting habits threw her off and they never, she just like stopped talking to him. And the person who introduced them was like, you didn't even like talk a bit further, nothing. It feels superficial. I understand the ideas behind it, like what you're seeing, but I just feel like you haven't really probed enough to know this person. And yeah, it feels like we're discarding people, which then moves me into this other story that I want to read to you. Okay. Okay. So this person, Laurie Gottlieb, so Laurie Gottlieb thought she knew what she wanted in a man. And she assumed she'd get it. 
She also wanted love, companionship, and a family. But at 37, she was still single. And racing against her own biological clock, she signed up for a sperm donor, got pregnant, and had his, had her son. She now she was now a single mom, and dating was bringing her no closer to Mr. Wright. She wrote about her frustrations a few years later in an article that became the New York Times bestselling book, Marry Him, The Case for Settling for Mr. Good Enough. And it's, a, it's an exploration of all the assumptions that women make about our future mates. And, you know, she's arguing that we're shutting ourselves off from some wonderfully eligible marriage partners as a result. I kind of, I read that a little bit from an interview she did. And first of all, she's not Christian. So that's interesting. But two things I wanted to talk about from this conversation. There's a lot of, of people now actively considering this sperm donor option. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like um is this <laughs> <laughs> the silence i know you have to be like picking your words because you're in the public place but at the same time i understand the need biologically to want to do that but what's the ethics as a christian woman around that if you were like christian women who are considering this because this is actively a thing I mean, this topic is a tricky one because I feel like ethically, the Bible doesn't really talk about, the Bible talks about sex outside of marriage, but not like the the concept of having a child outside of marriage without having sex didn't exist in that time. Like Mary, for me, it's different if you're not being, you're not going to be, yeah, Holy Spirit is no longer impregnant. Um, but like, I would be, I would have a different perspective if she adopted a child versus going after a sperm donor. And I'm not sure why. I feel like is the difference though, because I feel like, is it the fact that it's an unknown person? I don't know what it is. Let me, let me question my own. I feel like adopting is a, the kids are already here. Okay. You're just like providing shelter and guiding them. Okay. And doing it without a family mm. like without like the structure of family because that's it would be the same case either ways you'll be single either ways having a child who doesn't have a father whether you adopt or you do sperm dinner mm. so why is it different for me um like I, I wonder if it's because like the idea of conceiving a child does work like it is our primary understanding of conceiving a child is sex no that one that one i would i was going to go there i was and i was going there in my head because is it any different for a couple like like in my head for a couple for a couple i i feel no type of way if they're choosing to um to go through artificial methods although i don't know how i feel about sperm donors even for couples like sometimes when the sperm donor would that make a difference like if it was like a friend that she wasn't like like there's no it's platonic you just volunteer to support the process i don't know i still feel some type of way about it and i don't know if this is how some people in the catholic church i think felt about ivf and all those other forms of having children in the past if it's just that it's strange and on like on familia mm-hmm. or if there's something truly wrong with it because you know sometimes it's just new. You're just like ah, I don't know. Um, I feel like is, is it also kind of a sign of giving up? 
And is that a bad thing? And how is it different if she was adopting versus if she was finding a sperm donor? But what do you think? What are your thoughts on this topic? I mean, I think that I recognize that people's biological clocks are ticking. And so for the most part, I respect the woman's ability to be like, okay, you know what? I don't have a partner. I really want a parent. And modern science makes it available for me to do that now. Because I feel like there's no real difference in like freezing your eggs and, and using them later. You know what I mean? Like that one, I feel fine with. Like but you're just exactly the same thing. It's just like it's you know, not. <laughs> is this? Is this like you're just going to find a guy to or some person's sperm versus like you're saving your own eggs so that when you meet somebody that you're ready to have children with, then you have children together. But As opposed to that person, though. So I think this. I obviously I don't think she did it lightly. Like she must have like explored the person. Like these places, they sometimes ask you to provide information about yourself, like family history, etc. So it's not mm-hmm. like she walked into a random person on the street and was like, "Can I borrow your sperm?" Like I, I feel like there was a process. Mm, sperm banks is still people you don't know for the most part. But even if it's somebody, you know, and people request that, right? So nobody's going to come and say, "Oh, you did my, you took my child, yeah, I my child back." Those kind of vibes, yeah. I think you do have to get to a particular point where you feel like this is no longer something that I'm willing to wait for and I'm going yeah. to take this into my own hands. And I feel like maybe it's that part that can be quite uncomfortable for Christians. It's like you are playing God in a way where you're like, yeah, I'm not waiting for God to give me a man so I can have a child. I'm going to make this happen myself. Like, uh, I can see that uh, perspective being very uncomfortable feel, for people. And, but that's the same argument that they could probably use against um any assisted reproductive methods for married people do that all the time even like i've heard people use that argument for like dating apps against dating apps like oh, oh. If, you, if you go on a dating app you are trying to play god by finding a partner i said ah, i don't i don't let's not get into that part but i i that's interesting because if if we're doing that for everything else like mm-hmm like we we are intentional about everything else like i was saying yesterday at new spring um finding jobs you know yeah. moving houses we look for everything else why is it only when it comes to relationships that we just expect for the person to show up but circling yeah. back to this sperm bank thing, mm. i cannot concretize or articulate why i feel some type of way about it mm-hmm. but i don't know that i've been supportive of it it was my friend who was thinking about doing this i would say yes harvest your eggs and like preserve them because fertility is truly dwindling with mm-hmm. age for a lot of women but mm-hmm. just, it just feels some type of way final thoughts on it for you i think i i understand i can understand what it means to get to a point where you feel like this thing may never happen and you want to mother you want to carry life and bring forth life and nurture children and so i don't know that i have any biblical backing to say that that's yeah, appropriate um i think there are better questions of like okay like do you have a community to support this child like are your parents you know willing to commit are your friends going to support you like how do you plan to navigate if you do find somebody in a year like is that person you know on board to parent your child in the way that they want to be parented like so i think those are more of the questions that i would ask rather than like don't do it or do it you know what i mean like i just want to say like yeah yeah I go to navigate the consequences that come with it, it. right? And because for you, are you do you ma- does it matter to you if it's adopted or sperm donor? You think the questions remain the same? 
I mean, adoption comes with its own types of complications. I think there are different considerations in that way um, than just getting a sp- like trauma. Yeah, the legalities are are very different too. Like adoptions can be open, where you allow the, per- the the child's birth parents to still be involved. Whereas if you were to, for the most part, from my understanding anyway, with sperm donors, like you have legal full legal responsibility for this child that you're not creating. The person can't come back and say, oh. I want to be involved in those kinds of things, right? So they feel yeah. different to me. Yeah. And even another layer to it, the cost of both of them are similar. Um, because for the process, it would it would likely have to be IVF if you're getting sperm yeah. from somebody. Because if you're just going to have sex with somebody, that's free, uh, which then brings in fornication. But adoption is also pretty expensive. So they're, they're both around the 20 to 30K mark, mm. which is a lot of money to be spending but then even freezing your eggs too is also expensive and that's also a bit of an yep. elitist um option yeah. <sighs> okay and then how about the other part about settling for mr just mr right in front of you or mr good enough because yeah. your clock is ticking you know i saw a, a reddit thread about this actually like i think it was two weeks ago and it talked it was okay. either asking people like people i think the question was like people that settled for their partners do you mm-hmm. regret it? Okay. While it was quite, I think it was quite curated to be positive. A yeah. lot of the responses were like, you know, when I chose her, I didn't even think it was going to work. But as we spent time and like as different parts of life showed up, I realized that like this is the person that I needed. And I think for me, that sort of it didn't really push me to like, okay, just choose. Doesn't matter. It was okay. more just the fact that, like, while you can quote unquote settle, I think there are ways when you are in it to improve your experience of that person um, that we don't really talk about often. What, what do you mean by that? Like, I mean, if you pick someone that, let's say, on your your non negotiable list, they need to be a they do not have to sue. Light skin and 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 oh. Oh, let's use the physical part. Let's use physical part. Um, <laughs> okay, somebody who likes to work out, for example, is very fit. Right. Right. Um, and so you meet somebody who isn't like that, but they they get, they have nine out of 10 of those things. But that's one thing that's missing is they don't like to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, while it might, you might talk about I'm settling, this is a big part of who I am. As you grow with that person, there might be situations that mean that that person ends up taking that up or they may mm-hmm. end up supporting you as you do certain things in it. They themselves might even feel like maybe two years in, I'm not really happy with my body. I really want to do this. And they start working out. Like, without you even provoking or asking or anything, they just decide, okay, this is something I want to do. They now even become yeah. more into the gym than you are. Yeah. So if you had cut them off at that nine, because they didn't have 10, like, yeah, there are just some things that I think in our heads, we magnify the importance of and i'm not talking but, about like oh go ahead but it could also be the other side where they just keep gaining weight and sure. and you're unhappy you're, you're not attracted to them but yeah. these are the things that we have to these are the things that i think we have to accept when we choose somebody is that somebody i think there was a lady on instagram that was talking about like she's been married three times and mm-hmm. divorced three times and she was saying that like one of the biggest pieces of advice that I give people is that you have to be okay with who they are now. Potential yes. is great. And to be honest, people see potential all the time, but like if they never change, are you okay with that? 
I agree with that one. Yes. Is it never change? Are you okay with it? Yeah. Is is how you should be thinking because we we say to look for the potential, but it's also like be realistic where they're at. Yeah. Um I do find that like if both of these heads are in the right space, you're both mm. you want more out of life, you want the best for each other, you would honor God, you can agree on like core things, like your friendship is growing and you you've you've been honest about where you see your life going and how you're moving towards it and you're putting in the work to get there. Yeah. It might take time, but if you're doing the work, you have the vision mm. and you are, it, you will, you will be moving towards that part. Like it will get better. The places I've seen there being issues are, it's not someone's, um, it's not what they're saying alone or where they are right now that okay. you really should be looking at. It's their track record. How have they lived their life up till now? Mm-hmm. How, what, is, what are the incremental changes that they're making? And how can that help you decide if this potential is worth exploring more? That's kind of, that was, that also came from my conversation with Obi yesterday. Like, yeah. like, because a lot of our friends and we were just reflecting, we spoke like mm-hmm. two hours about it. Like when he and his, one of his guys came to Canada, absolute nothing. Mm-hmm. Some like, crappy jobs and like we're saying how one of they celebrated one of them's first job it's a really mere job like 35k job in canada but it was like a job that like a real office job he got after a really long time yeah. that same guy now is like he's very low-key and you wouldn't necessarily know but he like exactly. he was coming from okay like he like no you wouldn't know where he is right now what i'm saying like he has a burn but you would just not know his when he was single a lot of women kind of like passed him up yeah I don't know how he and his wife, I don't know how they worked it out. I always say like she has, she was very visionary to be honest, mm-hmm. but like he was always somebody that had like a really big vision and like, and he was doing things. It's just that life wasn't progressing as fast it as fun. it should, but he was always moving towards like mm-hmm. progressing. He was a hard worker. He was, he wasn't just talking and not doing anything. And like now opportunities have come and he's taking them. Like you were saying about that elevator thing. Mm-hmm. somebody who just like elevates your life that happened for him somebody just took a, a huge chance on him and like he's he's upgraded and it's not just one person mm-hmm. myself and my husband like if if we could really reflect on like where we started and where we're at now i was saying that there's not is everything you're going to like speak about on the worldwide web but if we're ever at a dinner party like with a couple close friends like if you could just reflect on where you are versus where you are where you're coming from that whole one shall chase a thousand and two shall chase 10,000 has been real for us. And it's only been like less than four years for us. I cannot imagine how it will be in the future. Not that it doesn't come without its challenges, but I'm just saying that if you find someone that you're able to work with, like what you're seeing. The question is though, is that how do you know? Not even that, but if you start in the same place, if you're, if you're starting similarly, some of the girls that I know, I see where you're going. Challenging is where maybe, this person and to be honest, let's even use Nigeria because it's a similar culture, right? Yes. You, where you grew up in, you grew up in Canada. You went to school here. Um, you're in your like late twenties, early thirties. You've worked a couple of jobs. You're in a career where maybe you're like mid management now. You're making like ninety k, hundred k. Let's even say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you meet this guy who maybe has moved here from Nigeria. He's lovely, but he hasn't. He hasn't. His feet haven't really touched the ground yet. Yes. Right. Um. And so he's really work, and he's not like he's not working on it. But yeah. you know that if you were to partner at this time, 
mm-hmm. you would be essentially supporting him. If, if because, like okay, okay. Right? Um, That's actually a very good example because it, it is a real thing happening, but keep no, going. No, you're, th- you're thinking about, okay, like if we start now, I may be the mm-hmm. one paying the bills. Like he may not even, let's, let's even say like he's been here only two or three years. He may not have okay. enough credit to put to buy a house, for example. Okay. So the house that you people buy, maybe it should be your credits that will sustain it, for example. Okay. Okay. So people are having these things in their heads. They're thinking, okay, I'm looking at this man. I know he has potential, mm-hmm. but I might have to carry the bulk of the weight at the start. Okay. What if that never stops? So it's a very valid concern, especially because for the women, it feels like you have passed your struggle stage mm. and you don't want to go back to that in in, an, in a sense. And we women, I don't know what it is, maybe because of our network skills, networking skills or our, I feel like a lot of women are like doing well mm, for yeah. themselves. A lot of women are doing well. And in this example you've given, somebody coming from the new country, from Nigeria, mm-hmm. for example, is going to need more time to get established. Agreed. The first few jobs might not be as great. So I think in that case, I would be evaluating, if it was somebody I know and love I was talking to, I would be evaluating um, what are they doing now. So for example, did he have a degree in Nigeria that he's coming mm-hmm. to like do a master's? Is he currently struggling with like, you know, immigration back and forth? Okay. Yeah. But like, is he working? Does he have a job? Um, I would not necessarily marry him right now with his, um, like his, there's a bit of an instability with immigration, with not having a study job, but we could date if he's like, if the other things check out, if he has a great character, he has like, we we share the same core values. Like I see, I feel like serving in church and being known by community is a good value because although you can always fake in church still but i still think it helps to show your level of commitment to something that you don't have to be doing something that's bigger than you if he has things that check out for him i would still give him a shot and then i also think there's a lot of um i don't know what the what the principle is but i'm sure there is one like there's more momentum which is kind of what I said earlier, with, when you're partnering with somebody to help you, like maybe the parts that he struggles with, like how many years does it take to do any of these top up courses that they do? He'll be done soon. Like mm-hmm. he, he will graduate, he will find a job. After a while, he will get a better job. It's a privilege that one of you has a good Start credit yeah. and a good a good setup because when you come together, it's going to be both of you merging resources mm-hmm. and. In the beginning stages, how much um, how much space do you need to sleep? How much food do you need to eat? The only problem is, as soon as you get married, there's always a chance of creating more people. And then, if you now go on mat leave, his job needs to be able to sustain the family. Very valid point. But in this Canada, if somebody's hardworking, mm. on your the lower you make, the more the government will even support you. I'm not saying to. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying to to um to aim low. I'm just saying that you will not be stranded. But and it's, and the suffering will not be long if you're truly partnering and getting better. So in this day and age, people are not struggling as much to find jobs. I think okay. people are finding jobs much better, much quicker than say seven years ago when seven to ten years ago when we graduated from school. It was. Was such a struggle these days people are finding jobs easier i just don't think it's that bad i think that if you find somebody that was a very long way to say it but if you find somebody in this day and age who has a good character a good head on his head who has like um a good degree a good 
set of skills which they can work who is working right now and has like some sort of income coming in who is who has bigger goals than where he is right now and is working towards them whether that means after he finishes this this certificate he's doing he'll like get a proper job in physiotherapy that he studied and that's his doctor money that's about to come in Mm -hmm. or is like it and he's he's, maybe he's no longer wants to practice that he wants to go to project management and he's going to take the courses and he's doing the work he's studying hard he's taking the exams all that good Mm -hmm. stuff i think that's enough to work with but what you're saying is is not as shiny as somebody who has been here for 10 years and has a lovely audi that they drive and a nice apartment like it's not as nice shiny is like it's easier to see the return on investment you know what investment? I mean? You know, like when you partner with somebody, for example, you are doing, you are mm-hmm. emotionally connected, physically, you are building all these things together. You know, you are sharing your stories, you are sharing your dreams. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the times, and I, I, I can speak for myself personally. I think we grew up with parents or communities where, like, men and women build together, and then we enjoy the fruit of our labor when it's built together. Yes, but I feel like right now we're in a place where everybody is building individually. Mm-hmm. And so I don't necessarily have to really like partner with someone to make a dream or a vision come true because you can do it by yourself. I can do it by myself. Now, is there a benefit in doing it together? Absolutely. Do but you I, want I, to do it by yourself? Some people, some people do. Because if you do, then you don't need to be having this conversation. I mean, they want to do it and they want to build, but also have relationships. Do you get it's like what I, what I'm building is for me. Mm, I disagree with you on that one, but keep going. Let, let me let you finish so that you know, I can know what I'm responding to. Like you both have careers, and I'm building this career for myself. I have this goal of what I want to be. Of course, okay. I want to be in partnership, just because I want to build doesn't mean I want to be alone. But okay. it isn't necessarily a core requirement of my partner to be able to build with me or for me, right? Okay, so what's I the core requirement for them? You know, like it's kind of a separation of church and state, right? My career and my dreams are a bit separate from while you support me and you're there, all those kinds of things. I think growing up, women, or from I, I can talk from what I saw, like women needed to support their husbands in terms of making sure the house was good, he was coming yeah. home. To, you know what I mean? Like there's a, a synergy there. But yeah. now I find that that isn't necessarily as needed anymore, or like I think secularly. Not so this <laughs> This reminds me of a conversation we had in church last week, not this Sunday, but was, my church had the church unusual thing and it was a different kind of service. And one of the panelists just kept talking about modern women, modern women. And it was first like triggering, like, ah, which one is modern women? But what you're saying is exactly, it's facts. Like the economics have changed. Each person can survive by themselves right now. Yes. Before it was that you needed to, you needed more of that synergy as a like you had to have it for things to work and now what you're saying is that you don't have to have that for things to work but i think that i believe that not think i believe that um marriages require synergy to work although each person still each couple still gets to define the specifics of how their marriage would work and like if they want more of a partnership or more of like a traditional marriage of one person rearing kids, one person mm. providing. But ultimately all marriages need to operate, I think especially biblical and like people that are modeling their lives in as like after God's standard for marriage, need to think about themselves as like truly becoming one. Mm. And like 
bringing their goals to the table and saying, how can you help me achieve these goals? At this point in time, there's one person's goals into step down. And like, so, so you're never truly, you're never truly pursuing two separate lives and just like working together per se. I think you come together. I think these people would agree that they like their goals are, are together. Like everybody has to agree. Like two cannot work together unless they agree. Right. Okay. So, but I think it's more of just the fact that like, if I'm choosing you and you're not quite there yet, that should not slow me down. Does that make sense? But how would it slow you down? Like so let's let, let's make it practical. So mm-hmm. this example of the woman making ninety k, yeah, mid level manager mm-hmm. or or something, and a guy who is um fresh from Nigeria, two years, he should not yeah. still be in school. Maybe he's I don't know what he's doing. Maybe like an entry. Let's say he did IT, like an entry level job in IT. Entry level job and earning how much? Maybe let's even let's let's let's, let's age. I know like people like to elevate like IT numbers. Let's just do sixty k. So 60k and 90k, you don't think they can work that out? They can, but people are thinking like, okay, you want to okay. Just, I love the specifics of the exact. Don't worry, I'm not attacking you, but it's a good. I, I like that. I like that we've added like extra yeah. details to it. That's like so. The issue is then that is it that is the issue that she's making more money than him because what you are now doing is you're going from making 90k to making 150k if that's 90 plus. Well, not, but people don't really see it. Like most people that are okay, but why? You know, I think it takes me back to that, like, looking at somebody's LinkedIn and trying to decide whether they're going to make six figures or not. Because you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, if he came to me and was like, oh, hi, I work at Deloitte. I'm a HR manager. Your mind is thinking, okay, good. Three vacations a year. Our house rent is going to be paid. You can visualize that person's trajectory. And I think that's part of the challenge here is that, like, women or okay. people in general, let me not speak for women in general because I can't do that, but it can be challenging, I think, for Christian people especially, because we're taught mm-hmm. to walk a lot by faith and not by sight, to really mm-hmm. figure out, okay, where is this person going? And can I follow along? And if we okay. get to a place where I'm like, like, if I get to a place where I feel like this is not the life I'm supposed to be living, what happens then? Like, if I've chosen you based on this thing of faith, we are going somewhere, he has a plan, it's actionable, we may never mm-hmm. get there. Am I okay? <sighs> okay, so I hear you very much mm-hmm. on like this 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 discrepancies, but in the picture we've painted, yeah. there's no issues in my own world. There's nothing I'm seeing. There's somebody's making sixty k, yeah, and surviving by themselves. Not just surviving; they have a life. They are managing their credit card. Yeah, they they have their they they have a place that they're paying regularly for. Mm-hmm. They are not begging anybody for money for mm-hmm. for for rent or anything like that they when is your nice birthday they treat you they treat you they, they buy i was about to say when's your birthday they they buy you a yeah. gift it might not be a new car but it can be yeah. yeah it can be i don't know whatever whatever what else people buy for gifts it can be a nice bag like it can mm-hmm. save up for it like yeah. i don't understand what the issue is here like because when you merge lives you are merging capacities as well in an ideal world because you're bringing more together you're going from any 90k ma'am to any 150k together if you truly want to bring that together so the issue is that you're not starting from the same level if somebody's already working as an it manager does he want more because that's what the conversation should be having in this dating season because you're in information gathering season so what does he want next and like um express that 
you you are working or you're enjoying it, but you still want to be treated nice and like mm-hmm. your dream for him is for him to even be, I don't know what the dream is if she wants to continue working so him to keep making even more mm-hmm. and like is that some, is that something he wants because you were talking with me a while ago before this conversation about you know the desire for less mm-hmm. like if he wants less then maybe yeah, that can be a flag that a red flag that mm, I don't know if I really want that because I want mm-hmm. something that someone that wants more but. I don't see any issues with the nice and sixty k. I feel like there's so much that is workable there because it won't stay like that. And if it stays like that, what's the worst part? But, but I think that that's the question. That, that that's the question I think people need to answer. Is that if it stays like that, yeah. I'm going to be okay. Do you get? Like, because I think people. Why would you not be okay? That question. Eh? Why would you not be okay? If it stays like that, my sister, people are want you know. Also, we're on the internet. Soft life has really has entered the blood. You know what I mean? I think people yeah. are are seeing lives and experiences that maybe before we didn't really have access to. And so, yeah. if you're telling someone that like, oh, you, ninety and sixty should be okay, but online they are seeing zero and three hundred, and three hundred is spending and like. It's going to be hard to convince that person that they should not aim for 300. Instead of- I think we should also be honest with ourselves that you're only seeing parts of people's lives. How about Absolutely. 90 and 60K where yeah. you come home to dinner made regularly? How about 90 and 60K where when his parents and family members try to do nonsense, mm-hmm. he stands up for you and like, like, don't mess with my wife. How about 90 and 60K where... Mm-hmm. You don't got to worry about nothing if things break because you know that this person has got it. How about nice and sticky where somebody is giving you peace? No problem. You you, you yell and act crazy. It says, mm. ma'am, calm down. We're in this together. How about nice and sixty k where God is leading both of you? God is helping both of you, giving you ideas mm. for innovative things to invest in where one day he puts 1,000 in the stock and next morning he sky- skyrockets and all of a sudden yeah. he's no longer 90 and 60k. Yeah. How about 90 and 60k where you apply for mortgage in an era where the interest rate is so low and all of a sudden your dream house yeah. is actually yeah. possible. How about in a year you sell that house and next thing you know you're able to buy even more because you've built credit over that time. Yeah. This is my life as like it is my experience. I can tell mm-hmm. you I wish I could be as detailed as I want as I want to be but like this there is yeah. there's just there's just possibilities that are endless. I don't yeah, I if I were to be honest with people are, I think is that what you're describing is also possible with like zero and three hundred. Zero and two fifty. It is. Zero so, and but she said she wants to Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you can have a, a an amazing quality of life with somebody who only makes like that you accept anyway that you want. At if he's only making forty k, you can live that life. That life. And you could also be reversed. It could be it could be zero and four hundred and and all these things will still be happening. Like he's treating you well, and for some reason you just have no peace. So like you also have to just remember what is, I think what, this is where we started the conversation from. Mm-hmm. What do you want for your life? And like how it, what is really important to help you get there yeah. what the girls are doing on instagram is what the that's their business <laughs> like are you happy with your life define your, what you want for yeah. your life and yeah. get like square-minded on it like i think that's, you define what settling is I, yes i, I honestly I like that. Like that that is the, that is the end because like you cannot use somebody's somebody yes, else's the, definitional bar to define like what i consider settling could be somebody's icing on the cake yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. So I yeah. think everybody should mind where our settling gauges are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe do some, if dating, and I can talk to some, someone who's dating right now, or I should say Ooh. that, let me know if there's any channels. They say that they take their position. 
since it's an application. Um, but why is that? Would you feel some type of way if he was doing the same as well? I mean, yeah, as long as there's no like, we're not exclusive. So, I mean, <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> you know, what I think mean? I think it is it is what it is, and that like I think we do a lot of um, comparison when it comes to settling. Like there's this but we should yeah, but we should not be doing set. We, we should not be comparing our lives. Yeah, but we the do. Fallacy yes. that something better will show up while you're trying to yes. decide is going to keep you from really good things. Yeah, um, yeah. You deal with what's in the present, what is here right now, and you make a decision about the quality of your life. Yeah, because even if you were to know in the future, you still can't predict every single step that's going to get you there eventually. So, stick with the vision that God has given you for your life, and I feel like the rest of it should follow. And- yeah, and honestly, evaluate your criteria. Mm-hmm. Talk to people that know you, that love God, and whose lives are you, like who are living godly lives, and can help you shape. Like, okay, are you being real with this? Your criteria yeah. does it make sense? Because sometimes you think something is all that important, and it really isn't. And I just feel like let's not waste time. Like, mm-hmm. let's not waste good people, mm-hmm. good opportunities. That's what it is. Let's not waste good opportunities. Because we're being superficial. Like, I want for everybody that wants to be married to meet great people and build good lives together. I don't want it to be that. I feel very very passionate about this, even though I have my own marriage and I can just go and face my own business, but that's kind of why I'm here. I just feel like I want everybody that wants a marriage to understand that, define the criteria for what a good marriage is and make sure that the criteria isn't to choose is actually feeding into that not like superficial stuff that will matter in the long run that's essentially what i think so yeah evaluate your criteria we're not negating chemistry we're not negating stuff like that no we're not we're just saying like because i think even me sometimes i struggle with that in terms of how how do i know that this is like an important thing for me going forward because even when you're saying like oh like am i am i single am i dating like i feel like it's one of those things where you over time as you meet people develop a better mm-hmm. understanding of what's actually important mm-hmm. you know what i mean like people say oh i want a man that is authoritative but what do you mean by that <laughs> you yeah. know before i used to be like oh i want a man that you know if he says stand up i will stand up but Why? i was like <laughs> because in my head because in my head I, I felt like i wanted somebody who was who was sure that's what i was looking for somebody whose word i could trust Mm. But, but what mm. I was oh somebody who was like confident in his own you know like I mean? self like, and who was assertive maybe you know what I mean okay that's what yeah. I, I was looking okay. for but authoritative was the only word that I had at the time got it so when I'm got screening it. yeah yeah go mm-hmm. ahead. no go on I, I was saying finish. that when I was using the word authoritative to screen it wasn't panning out yeah. the way I huh. um wanted it to and so when I found huh. the word assertive I was like oh that's 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 better a word. better description of what I'm looking for. Um because mm-hmm. when people would be like when men try to do that whole like authoritative, you can't I yeah. said, well, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> you know I mean? That's not what I want. Yeah. But just to get it. Well, this ha- like I wanna I wanna see you, I've made plans, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh I like that, yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Intentional, assertive, has a mind of his own. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. So finding the words Finding the right words to describe what you mean, or not even just the right words, like thinking through why you want what you want, which is something I, I I think about, think about it properly so that you don't screen for the wrong things. Okay, I want to wrap on like this thought that we shared previously about how 
um, sometimes we say, what happens if you don't get married? Mm. And like, well, what, do we, what do you do if you don't get married? And your answer kind of like blew my mind. Not blew my mind, but just helped me realize, huh, yeah, this is this makes total sense. Just talk about it uh, real quick. So like, I, 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 that I find that question a bit funny because I'm already living that answer. Like the question is like, oh, like what if you, what's your plan B about not getting married? I said, I'm already living, I'm not, I'm not married. So I'm currently living that life. Like there is no plan yeah. B. That is my current life, my current living situation. The government knows that I don't have a husband. <laughs> Like, I don't know yeah. what else you want me to say. So, like, the question should more be, like, are you living the life that you want to live while right. you're waiting or, you know, desiring or working on being married? Because, like, you only have one life. There is no plan B to not being married. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like I'm saying, okay, in if I don't get married by the end of my life, this is what I'm going to do. My life continues yeah. without yeah. my husband right now. And so yeah. um it's better for me to to be honest about that and not because really what would the plan be? Yeah. To still be single? To be divorced? <laughs> like what else? Like there's really no other option. I'm living that option right now. And so yeah. um I think I think the the question generally comes when people do things like wait to do the things they want to be doing in life mm-hmm. until they feel yeah. like they've uh, to, to get married things like travel buying mm-hmm. property um even the have kids one <laughs> i don't think you should wait till you get married though to okay. have kids but then i understand that oh, i don't know if i understand i'm going to go explore that one more i don't know what i feel about it um but yeah i think the thing it comes from things like that just realizing that like on one hand you should be like believing the life you want to believe in um but also trust god Man, this is a very nuanced conversation, but I, I like that we yeah. all, we uncovered some layers to it at least. Yeah. yeah. So. Any word for the single people who are tired of the current dating environment? I mean, one, I get it. Like dating burnt me out last year, second half of last year. Would not recommend. Um, but I know that I know that it can be really difficult to wait. I don't yeah. even like the word waiting anymore because it feels like I'm stagnant or like trapped. Like I don't really like that word anymore. I'm living a life where I'm desiring partnership and I'm working on it. Um, mm-hmm. And so I understand that we do live in a world that can be really like it's Valentine's month this month. Everybody's saying, oh, sorry to the singles. I said, sorry for yourself. Like I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot live in a world where like that becomes my like, you know, label for a while. Like it just, it's not very yeah. helpful. Um, and it's not something to yeah. be ashamed of either. Like I know that there is a, there is a place of partnership. Like that desire is there for a reason. Um, and yeah. sometimes the process of getting there just looks really different. So yeah. I would say take breaks, um, expand your network. Like something that I feel like I've really been thinking about from Fofair is really like, I guess being more vocal about my desire to be married to other people. Yeah. Like being like, this is something that I'm looking for. If you know someone or feel like you know someone that would be, get, be a good partner for me, let me know. Because um, yeah. I feel like sometimes it, it's uncomfortable to put yourself out there like that because we don't live in a society that's kind of matchmaking that way. Um, we should do, because like, uh, which kind of leads me into my other thing. Do you feel like marriage as a construct is overrated? And maybe that might be something I'm better suited to answer. I don't know. But like, does it like or overemphasized maybe like is it are we too obsessed with marriage as a society 
think marriage per se, but I think the idea of intimacy and being seen, because it isn't just marriage that people are after per se. Like people get married for all sorts of reasons. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think this idea of having a person, of being seen by that person, of having your needs met by that one person, mm-hmm. um, it is something that we struggle with. And it is something that's actually like realistic. Yeah. We, so, uh, intimacy is is like a valid, I think it's a almost fundamental human need. And I yeah. think a lot of us will get it in committed relationships because as we get older, our mm-hmm. friends are also getting into relationships. So like the less there's less people to be like that close with. But I think like you were saying yesterday in New Springs chat, it's not just marriage has more to it than friendship and Mm -hmm. like, and familiar relationships. It's a different kind of bond as well. And it's, there's something to be desired from it. So yeah, single people. Yeah. Okay. Take breaks. It'll happen. All you need is one. Yes. The right. Yes. Yes. It takes one person, it's just one. Person. When people are saying, "Oh, there are no men, there are no good women," it just takes it one. Just takes there one. has to be one great person for you. So, yes, that's a great note to end on. Thank you, Kome. This was like so fun. I love when I enjoy conversations by myself because I know that people will enjoy it as well. Um, okay. Thank you for spending your evening with me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug? Any anything business or thing that you care about or you want to plug? Hmm. That's a good question. I think it's important that you, as you navigate dating and relationships, find places and spaces, both physically and digitally, like online, um, where you can be fed by the things that you need to hear. And and also, I think, have a bit of critical thinking as well, where people are asking questions or sharing perspectives. Maybe they don't align perfectly with yours, but give you an opportunity to explore why you think the way you think. Um, and really, I guess, hone in on those values that are necessary for you to thrive in your relationships. I think God intended you to say that, which is very interesting. While I was waiting for you, because I was ready earlier than I needed to be for this call, I just like, I was reading my book again, Situationship, because I'm going somewhere and I'm supposed to like refresh, like talk about my book as well. And I opened the middle and landed on prioritize feeding your mind. And it goes... I'm serious. And he goes, just like our bodies are replenished by eating and exercising, our spirits and souls need to be refreshed. The internet makes it easy to find amazing people who have been gifted with wisdom about various subjects, including marriage. Find biblically sound people who you relate to and keep learning about principles for godly marriages and building godly families. Wisdom is, not ex- wisdom is not exclusive to Christians and you can still learn a lot from people who do not share your faith. However, if you're Christian, consider that you are, that you will have to sift your learnings through the eyes of the Bible's teachings. I have some more specific recommendations in the other resources chapter of this book, but here are some suggestions for feeding your mind. So this is around page 54 in case you have my book situationship which you should go and buy by the way guys i have it so. okay <laughs> oh yes come here video one okay and then the, re- the resource that I like the one i read because it was a, a longer portion of text was like be be active in your local church mm. or in a local church being a part of a local church is beneficial for you even in ways you might not be able to quantify today being active in a church means you are known by name in your local church by a significant number of people and that you actively serve in one area as an individual and as a family, if you marry and have children, you increase your chances of finding like-minded people to do life with. 
you get to be a part of something bigger than yourself by being active in a local church. It helps you to be more other focused and less self-centered. Being in close company with other believers also means harnessing the strength of a community of faith during difficult seasons and being able to share in others' joys. And I was just like, okay, self, look at you being articulate. But, <laughs> but, but really, I think you were meant to say that about like prioritizing feeding your mind because we're not blank slates. We're always absorbing. So it's important that you surround yourself with people that, with people that are helping you think better and sharpen your focus because if you're not actively doing it you're kind of passively doing it and you're just absorbing whatever lands and whatever sticks will stick this was awesome for me thank you for your time thank you super appreciate today it was such an awesome conversation and honestly when i get bigger when we get bigger on the podcast we'll fly you in and have like an impressive thing for you so y'all that was an incredible conversation we just had with kome on all things about settling and i love that she brought the realistic parts of things sometimes I'm like very specific in how I'm thinking. So I like to bring in the diversity of perspectives and real life examples of what's happening. So if you've enjoyed this episode, I'm sure you can think of somebody who else who would also enjoy it. So be sure to share it to your story, share it with a friend, put it in the group chat and let it be discussed. Um, this is really awesome. And I'm looking forward to having more guests join me in conversations like this. If you have ideas for topics that need to be discussed, be sure to DM me at Fopsy the Great or Dear Fopsy. Um, Fopsy the Great is my personal account and Dear Fopsy is the podcast account. Follow us everywhere. Um, if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Pods, Google Podcasts, everywhere. And if you're on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. And if you didn't know that we record video as well, we have that set up on YouTube. So go watch, go join the conversation, add your own thoughts. And um, yeah, that's how we build this community. And one day it will blow. I'll figure out how to give back to the community. Until then, I'm yours truly, Hopsy the Great, Hopper and Quacha, signing out. <laughs>